Harrison O'Keen was working on a vessel at sea. During the voyage, the ship sank. It lay upside down on the sea floor. But Harrison, luckily, was trapped in an air bubble inside the boat for almost three days. Among the bodies of his friends, he just prayed for a miracle to happen. This is also a short episode, so because of that, it is an extra episode. So let's have a look at today's case and know everything that happened with the survivor, Harrison O'Keen. On the morning of May 26, 2013, a tugboat was carrying 12 men to an oil platform near the city of Wari, Nigeria. At 4.50am, the weather deteriorated and the sea conditions were rough. The small vessel rocked violently. One of the crew, Harrison O'Keen, a 29-year-old Nigerian cook, coincidentally had woken up to go to the bathroom. He realised that the tugboat was beginning to capsize. Water gushed in. Harrison desperately tried to pry open the metal door to his cabin, but it didn't help. Somehow it had gotten stuck and Harrison was trapped inside. Water entered the bathroom and he knew that he was in danger. His calls for help were of no use. He could imagine the despair of the other crew members outside. His friends were also screaming, but soon their voices faded away. The vessel did not stop rocking. Suddenly, inside the cabin, he was thrown to the side. The vessel had taken on so much water that it capsized. At that moment, he realised that the ship had turned upside down. Trapped inside a capsized ship, he knew he was going to die. His crewmates would have already abandoned the ship or, in the worst-case scenario, were dead. Trapped inside, he knew the water would eventually fill the cabin or the oxygen in that small space would run out. One way or another, he was doomed. A few minutes passed and he realised that the ship was no longer rocking and that the water had stopped rising, but he had no idea how many metres below sea level he was. Even if he managed to get out, he didn't know if he could get enough breath to reach the surface. Harrison spent hours pleading for help. As time went by, he became increasingly sweaty, suffocating, cold, hungry and thirsty. The seawater was very salty. Remember, he couldn't see very well. Everything was very dark. Somehow, at the end of the first day, and after a lot of effort, he managed to open the cabin door and change compartments. In one of the bedrooms, he came across the lifeless bodies of his friends. He could not have imagined that his nightmare would last for days. Harrison watched in horror as the fish began to feed on his colleagues. He could hear the sound of sea creatures struggling in the water. Everything was dark and noisy. He alternated between crying and praying. Two days later, his prayers were answered. Harrison heard the sound of a hammer hitting the hull of the ship. He imagined it was rescuers opening space to gain access to the craft. He didn't think twice, and with a piece of cylinder, he loudly struck the walls of the vessel and prayed that someone would hear him. A few minutes later, a miracle happened. Harrison saw a water lantern coming from the bottom of the water until someone surfaced. The diver was shocked to see that one crew member had survived. He had been there for more than 60 hours, 30 metres deep, weak, but 
alive. In less than 15 minutes, the diver returned with extra breathing equipment. He brought a mask, helmet and oxygen cylinder. A short time later, Harrison was able to breathe in the open air and put his feet on solid ground. After the incident, Harrison underwent treatment to recover from his trauma. For many months after the rescue, he said he was still afraid. He reported that even at home, in bed sleeping, he felt his bed rock as if he were on the sea. It often took him a long time to fall asleep, and sometimes, when he finally managed to sleep, he would have a nightmare that he was back in that place. During the tragedy, he was convinced he would die, but in the end he was able to refer to his experience as a divine phenomenon. Hey, você se interessa por crimes reais, serial killers, coisas macabras e tem um senso de humor um tanto quanto sórdido? Se sim, você não está sozinho. Se você precisa de um lugar recheado de pessoas como você, venha conhecer o podcast Pátria Amada Criminal. Todas as semanas tentamos entender o pior da humanidade. Nesse processo a gente ri, chora, fica brava, fofoca, porque afinal de contas é assim que a gente fala quando está entre amigos. Suas novas melhores amigas trevosas estão aqui no Pátria Amada Criminal. 